Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. It's time for Tennessee Prime, an inside, in-depth look at Tennessee football through the eyes of those that wear the orange and white. Fried up each week by Gus's world-famous fried chicken. Hosted by the sports animals Jason Swain and BallQuest Austin Price and Brent Hubs. Welcome to Tennessee Prime. Welcome on in, everyone. Tennessee Prime presented by Gus's world-famous fried chicken. I'm your host tonight, Jason Swain, 991 D Sports Animal, with my main guy, Brent Hub of VolQuest.com. Hey, Brent. How you doing, sir? I'm good, Jason. Had a pretty good week. I had some Gus's world-famous fried chicken and a little catfish on the side, and then Tennessee beat Alabama. Pretty good week for me. I had the same. I'm not week, sure which. I'll take week. the Alabama win. That's probably more important. But, but, but the Gus's was pretty strong, my man. I'm doing well. Hope you are. Oh, I'm I'm great. I'm great. Uh, Gus's was on point for me last week. Coleslaw, French fries, mac and cheese, catfish, thighs, wings, legs, breasts—all that you can imagine. It was it was phenomenal uh, last week as well for the Swain family. But the win, oh, Ooh. the win just topped off. A great week last week, and we're going to be joined tonight by Princeton Fant, starting tight end, had a touchdown, had a two-point conversion, and also Cooper Mays, part of the offensive line that held Alabama Brent Hubs to one sack. One sack. <laughs> wow. And two, and, two ta- and two tackles for loss. And Listen, I love Hendon Hooker, but that sack was as much on him as it was anybody else because he held the ball for a while, right? I mean, he was comfortable back there. I, I think the story uh, of not just this game, but the story of SEC play for me with this football team um, is two is two things, three things. One, one I knew Hendon Hooker would play well, so I don't really count him as a story, right? We knew he was going to play well. Yeah. Ramel Keaton and Brew McCoy filling in for Cedric Tillman to allow Jalen Hyatt to still get one-on-one opportunities, okay? Because I thought Hyatt was going to play well, so I'm not surprised. Five touchdowns, yeah, that's a surprise. But I'm not surprised he's given defenses fits, okay? But Ramel Keaton, and then the other is what this offensive line has done in, in three conference games, Jason, particularly the last two weeks against LSU and Alabama. Th- this is an offense that Alex Golish, the offensive coordinator, acknowledged – after the pit game, they didn't feel comfortable running the football other than a hand and hooker quarterback run. And they have lined up and they have said, we're coming. And they have run it effectively in three conference games over 200 yards against Florida. You say, well, they're not a very good run defense. Okay, fine. LSU, 
giving up 106 yards a game. They run for 265 yards against them, Jason. Alabama giving up 86 yards a game, thereabouts. Tennessee runs for 186. The play of this offensive line has turned a really good, a really good offense into a potentially great offense, in my opinion. And a national championship contender. And usually, Brent, when we see an offensive line uh, fail to run the football successfully in the first game or two of the season, it's usually what we're going to see for the rest of the season. I mean, usually. But that's not been the case with this football team, with the offensive line, with other parts on this football team. You see the improvement on a week-in, week-out basis. And that's what you want to do. You want to win every game, of course, but you want to improve. So that way, when you get to this point of the season, October, start getting cold outside, November, you're playing some of your best football, and you are in position to play your best football. And that is exactly where Tennessee is right now, Hubs, playing the best football. So that way, you play Alabama, and you go out there and beat them. And now you got to continue to get better. you got a, a game coming up versus opponent that's nowhere close to the opponent you just beat. Uh, but you, it's, it's, it's not about the opponent. It's about you playing you and you making sure that uh, you play up to that standard that you set for yourself. Yeah, there's no doubt. And, and for Tennessee, that means a fast start, right? I mean, go take care of business, show some maturity, show the ability, Jason, to, to go out and do um, what you need to do, um, a mature team who can handle success. Uh, don't get too, don't get caught up too far down the line and what's coming in, in November and all those things. There's work to be done. And like you say, go improve individually go improve. You know, we talked about this in the Akron game uh, leading up to the Akron game. And, and you talked about for you, part of your motivation was it was, it was a stats game. You know, it's also for, for a lot of those younger guys and a lot of people, it's an opportunity to improve and to reset and go get better at some things. And there's plenty of things for this team to grow on moving forward. I know that sounds crazy. <laughs> you know, when you talk about what just happened Saturday, but, you know, defensively, you know, finish, finish some of those sacks that you had the opportunity to get. Um, and so, you know, offensively, it's hard to see a whole lot of improvement there, right, with, with the way that they're playing. But um, there's always room to grow and to build some depth there. This, this is just a fun team. You know, you talked about it back in the summer. There, there was just kind of – and I, I'm not saying anybody saw this coming. I certainly didn't see this coming. But, but this team had a little something about them. I, I don't know what it was, Jason, personality – uh, whatever, there was a different level of confidence and there was a little something about this team this offseason that carried into fall camp and has obviously carried in throughout the season. You covered a lot of football, Brent Hodge. You covered a lot of Tennessee football. and You've seen several coaches at the University of Tennessee. And more times than not, the team is going to take on the personality of their head coach. And that's been the case with this football team, in my opinion. They are cool. They're calm. They're collected. They um, they have fun. They're very, very, very confident. And that's that's Jai Seifel uh, to a T. That's Hinden Hooker to a T. And so when Alabama uh, picked up the fumble and scored, a lot of air went out of the stadium. But the air didn't go out of the Tennessee sideline. Uh, they were very confident they would come back uh, and put up points. And that's what they did. The only thing that was concerning was, okay, would Alabama have the last possession and score not giving Tennessee – any time we know Tennessee don't you know, don't need that much time, but you got to have a little bit of time to be able to score. So the concern was would Alabama kick the field goal as time expired? Well, Tennessee's defense that you know has been criticized um, a little too much. They made the play to stop Alabama from scoring a touchdown, forced them to kick a field goal. 
field goal was missed, and then Hendon and the crew was able to put in work, get down the football field in a couple seconds, and then kick the game-winning field goal. So, um, I mean, these guys, there's not a situation that's too big for them that we have witnessed at this point of the season. And we're not used to that uh, in the last 10 years. I think we can kind of get rid of that battered ball syndrome, uh, especially after (laughs) this weekend. This team proved that (laughs) – this team proved that um, you can you can let it go, you can let it go. Yeah, yeah, they they don't flinch, you know. And and we were talking to Danny White on the pregame show on Saturday and asking him, you know, what what was it about Josh Heupel that made him the right fit to take on the challenge of Tennessee? And he said he doesn't flinch, and and Josh Heupel didn't flinch on Saturday. His team didn't flinch at at a moment of adversity. I, I mentioned this in the, in a review story I did on Sunday it'll go unnoticed because everybody talks about the last 30 seconds, the last five minutes of that game. And they'll talk about everything that they did offensively. But when Hendon Hooker threw the interception, Alabama had a one point lead. Tennessee's defense gave up a first down, Jason, but then they got off the field. Sudden change. Tennessee got a stop. They didn't get many stops in the game. That was a huge stop. Alabama scores there. It's an eight-point lead. You're playing in a game of catch-up. You're chasing points. Because they didn't get points there, it gave Tennessee an opportunity to resume control of the – somewhat control of a back-and-forth game in the third quarter. That's another example of that team not flinching when something bad happens. And um, that's just who they are. As you said, they've taken on the personality of the head coach because he's as competitive – as any human being you'll ever be. He may not sound like it. It may not look like it at times. Um, but deep down in his core, Jason, you know him. You've seen him. One of the most competitive guys you'll ever be around. And he lo- the bigger the game, the bigger the moment, the happier he is. And he was in, <laughs> he was right. in, hog, hev- he was in hog heaven all week last week leading up to that game. Relishes it. That's right, 100%. 100%. Danny White said he's the same guy every day. It doesn't matter if it's practice, if it's a big game. Uh, I'm glad you, you brought that up. Now, I want to go back to this offensive line because, Hubs, you you, you cover recruiting. You're familiar with the stars floating around in the SEC. Look at that Alabama team that's littered with, you know, highly rated players. And you look at Tennessee's team, and we know the difference um, with with the talent as far as the stars, the star rating. But these guys, they didn't care. Javante Spragans didn't care. Cooper Mays didn't care. Jerome Carver didn't care. Uh, Darnell Wright, we know he's a highly-rated player. He didn't care. And uh, Crawford, sure, as hell didn't care. He threw up and said, come on, bring it on. I'm coming your way. I don't even need a towel or baby wipe. I'm coming. Let's go. <laughs> he, he didn't care. So the, the, the one-on-one battles that Tennessee was able to win on the offensive line, and, of course, there are some times when you, you, know, you, you, you shifted to one side to make sure you have – certain protection to get the ball down the football field. But I saw a lot of wins in one-on-one situations from our offensive line. Well, continuity helps. Okay. They knock on wood, everybody watching wherever you're at, knock on some wood somewhere, because this is a, a group that stayed injured, injury free, except for Gerald Bency and JJ Crawford. Jeremiah Crawford's played better than I thought he would play. They've, they've been better at left tackle than I ever imagined they would be. I thought they would have to keep a tight end in or chip block the whole time, but there've been, there have been moments they've just said, "Hey, we trust our guy, and he's going to line up and, and block you." Um, I think they're. I think they have really good continuity. I think they're really competitive. Uh, I think they're um, definitely driven. I think Glenn Ellerby's done a good job developing them, and, and they've gotten better. And I think they all play with a little chip on their shoulder. 
Okay. I mean, you know, players all say stars don't matter and all that stuff. We saw Cooper Mays' tweet. I'll ask him about it in a bit. He, he made it clear what he thought that he knew everybody doubted him. Javante Spragans is a guy who got an offer on a bus tour. Like nobody knew who Javante Spragans was when he got his Tennessee offer. Um, Jerome Carvin's an in-state guy who was a three-star guy that was just kind of a, you know, he was a, a solid player that was about development. I, I think, I think they have taken on that personality and that chip on their shoulder um, and really moved. And, and the other thing too, is they clearly believe in their coach. And, and I think at that position, we've seen offensive linemen who don't buy into their, their position coach makes it hard to play offensive line because five guys have to work in unison. One guy receiver talent wins, right? Speed doesn't have a bad day, but for an offensive line to be successful, all five guys have to be locked in and to do that, you can't be locked in if all five aren't buying into the head into the head coach and the position coach. And I think Glenn Elderby's done a masterful job in year two with this group. Yeah, we saw this offense be really good early in the season, but right now they're they're elite. They're elite right now because of the offensive line and the ability to run the football when you want to, to load up and, and take shots down the football field, giving Hendon that time uh, to do so. This offensive line is a big reason why this offense uh, has been basically unstoppable the last two weeks. It's been so fun to watch, and we'll take a break. And when we come back, we'll be joined by the anchor, the captain of the offensive line. That's Cooper Mays, who sets the ball, who sets the front each and every time at the line of scrimmage. And then also Princeton Fant, uh, who had a great day against Alabama, got into the end zone, had some key blocks, made some key catches, um, and had a key play on the two-point conversion that, hey, that was a huge get who's play just like any other play in that football game. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Princeton Fant will join us. Cooper Mays will join us. It is Tennessee Prime right here on 991, the sports animal, and ballquest.com's YouTube page. So stick around. Be right back. Welcome back to Tennessee Prime, brought to you by Gus's world-famous fried chicken, joined by my good friend Brent Hubs. I'm Jason Swain, 991, the sports animal, Brent Hubs, ballquest.com. And joining us this evening are two straight-up ballers. They had a great game uh, this past weekend. They've been great this football season. And that is Princeton Fat, tight end, and Cooper Mays, center, joining us here on, on Tennessee Prime. Hubs, man. Um, these guys have, have grown up a lot since coming in as freshmen. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. positions. Yeah. Mr. About three Mr. different Prince times. Uh, <laughs> hey, hey, Prince, am I doing it right? Yeah, yeah, you're doing it right. Hold on, let me, let me, oh, let me okay. say okay. <laughs> hey, man, congratulations. Right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, congratulations on a, on a big-time game, man. I know that was fun for you. Um, how was it getting the carry in the game against Alabama? You were a guy that came in, had some snaps at running back, some time at running back. How did that time at running back help you to be able to be used uh, in Hypo's offense in situations uh, like we saw at the goal line when you lined up as fullback? Uh, it definitely helped out a lot, man. Just uh, just taking those reps at running back and um, just learning what running back do, what they see, and um, just different gaps to hit. And um, just that time over there really um, just gave me the knowledge to understand um, just running back, honestly. And just being a bigger back is actually fun because you get to run over a lot of people. But it was definitely fun for sure. So, so Princeton, what, what goes through your mind? I know y'all play fast, but what goes through your mind when you see that play call come in and, and all of a sudden Tennessee's going under center 
They're going to offset eye, and, and you're going to get to football. I mean, do you have time to even kind of think about it at all? What's going through your mind when you see that play call? Oh, man, I just – I love it. Honestly, I love to carry the ball. I love to carry the rock. Um, you know, my main thing that was going through my mind was I want to get in the end zone. I want to score to help my team win. And uh, that was honestly the only focus, and I was just like, whenever I get the ball, I want to I want to punch this ball in, and nothing's going to stop me to get in there. So, I mean, did you know it was coming? I'm sure you repped it a lot during the week. Did you have an idea if the ball got inside the five that that's a what that's a a direction Coach Golish would would, would go play calling wise? Something that we have been talking about. Um, just whenever my number was called for it, I was ready for it, and and I just I made sure I got in the end zone. No, you trucked him. You didn't just get in the end zone. You tr- you trucked a guy at the goal line. Let's 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 be honest. It's not like now the two point conversion opened up like the part like the like the Red Sea, but that one did not open up that way. Um, I mean, you you trucked him pretty good. That had to feel good, right? Oh yeah, it definitely felt good, man. It, it's just just playing physical, playing harder than your opponent, man. And it was it was it was definitely fun. I, I can imagine. So. Jason, one more question for me. I thought back to you. Just in general, you've been through so much at Tennessee. You've been here. I mean, you're you're a veteran and then some, right? <laughs> right? I mean, you've been around a while. What is the ride like right now? And I know it's football, 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 and you try to stay completely focused, but you're also a grown man. I'm sure there's been some moments of reflection. What's the ride like right now for you? Uh, for me, honestly, man, just having a daughter, um, that's definitely a life thing as well. But um, – you know, adversity is always going to hit at times. It's just all about what you're going to do when it when it hits. Um, just going through all those different coaches' changes really humbled me, honestly. And um, it just made me want to work harder. And, and, you know, I just – I never gave up. I just – I just I knew it was going to come and just keeping God first and just stand on the road and stand the course and trusting the process. Second quarter, uh, the drive to go um, – and have a chance for Joe Milton on the on the on, on the Hail Mary. Uh, you caught a pass right there on the right sideline. I don't think people really understand how hard it is sometimes to catch a pass when you have a defender kind of block your eyesight of the football for a split second. Uh, and that was the case with number fifteen Alabama. Man, how how difficult of a catch catch was that for you? Uh, I don't really think it was it was it was too difficult. Um, you know, just just practicing it every day, um, catching jugs, and um, just working with my eyes as well. Um, Coach does a lot of drills with that of us catching the ball as well. And um, just staying locked in and focused on the ball and, and making the catch. So it was it was definitely fun with it, though. Do, do you remember at what point during the football game where, like, you, you couldn't hear yourself think, you couldn't hear yourself talk? I mean, you, you, like, you felt the noise in your mind. Do you remember that point of the game uh, that you Man. shared with us? You can you can definitely you can definitely feel it uh, when you're on the field. Um, you know, just when defense is on the field, honestly, and you can you can really just hear the crowd going crazy, man. And it's actually a special it's special to hear that, and it, it gives you chills. and And it's it's it's, a, it's definitely a sight to hear for real. Preston, what's it like to play in this offense? I mean, from a fan standpoint, you're sitting there going, everything works. It feels like everything's going to work. At any point that the ball snapped, every fan in the stadium's going, Tennessee could score here, whether the ball's at the four-yard line coming out or going in or wherever the ball's at. As a player, what's it like to play in this system? Uh, it's actually fun, man. We all, honestly all just out there having fun, um, just trusting the coaches, trusting the process. Um, it is fast for sure, um, but it's, it's, it's fun, though. You're having fun in that offense and guys being able to be themselves in the offense as well. 
Um, it's just we're honestly out there having fun with it. How exciting is it that the tight end's getting implemented more and more, it seems like, you know, whether it's that kind of tight formation, they're doing some things out with you guys or, or the stuff across the middle. How how self-rewarding is it that, that you guys are not just in there to block, that, that you know, you're not just blocking on wide receiver screens. You're, you, have been, you guys, you and Jacob Warren have become a pretty integral part of the passing game. How rewarding is that for you? Uh, it's definitely rewarding, man, just being able to go out there and, you know, make plays for the offense and help our team win, man. That's all we care about. Um, it may be it's a block or if it's a catch, man. But just getting involved in the offense and the passing game is definitely a bonus. Um, you know, a lot of tight ends don't really get a lot of balls, but I'm just glad the coach is putting us in there and giving us the trust uh, to go out there and make those plays. Fan, I know the locker room was real smoky after the game. Uh, I know you was enjoying your cigar. Uh, you, you earned it. You deserved it. Yes, sir. Did you have a, a moment in the locker room where you kind of did a double take? Uh, there's a lot of former players in there. There's a lot of guys on TV in there. Desmond Howard. Did you, you know, look around and go, whoa, whoa, whoa. Was that who I thought it was? Did you have a double take moment in the locker room after the game? Yeah, I, I did, man. And <clears throat> just from just from where Tennessee was and where we are now, um, it's, it's truly a blessing. Um, Al Wilson actually came and talked to me after the game. And, you know, he, he said some real true words to me and, um, you know, and it humbled me for real. But um, just hearing those words from him, it motivated me to to go out there and play even harder and give it, give it, give Tennessee all that I have. And um, that's that's definitely what I'm gonna do. Was it has it been hard this week to to get settled back in to to go into work? But because I mean, look, I mean, it's Tuesday night. We're talking about Alabama. Everywhere you go in class, everybody that calls you, every text you get. It's not about what's coming down the road. It's about it's about the Alabama game, Princeton, and it's about you know the, the college football playoff. I mean, is it is it hard to 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 be mature enough, even though you're an older guy, to get settled back in and go, hey, it's time to go back to work. It's it's a work day to get ready for the next one. Uh, no, sir. Just like I said, um, as I did media the other day, um, you know, this game it means you know. It's on to the next one, and um, that's where I, that's where the whole team's mind is now. Uh, we're happy that we beat Alabama, um, but we have UT Martin this weekend, this Saturday, and um, that's that's our main focus right now is going out there and competing and, and getting the W there. And um, and it's just every week we're we're taking it day by day, and we're preparing for the next team, and that's it. Do you watch uh, Memphis Grizzlies and basketball? Are you a big basketball guy? Yeah, oh, I'm a Grizzlies in it. Yeah, yes, yeah, so I'm a Kobe fan, but I'm also a John Morant fan. I like the way he plays. Okay, okay, yes, okay. Sir. So you familiar? You familiar with T. Morant, right? John yes, Daddy, right? Yeah. Okay, so my favorite thing about T. Morant is like he always keeps John super humble. And uh, my question is, who is that T. Morant for you? You know, in, in in your life, in your circle, is it family members? Is it Coach Dolish? Is he you know your teammates? Um, was it Al Wilson? I mean. That T. Morant that's kind of in your circle that keeps you humble and keeps your team humble and keeps you guys, um, you know, focus on the task at hand? Um, honestly, my mom, my family, my daughter. Um, you know, my mom always told me, uh, keep God first and stay humble. She said that ever since I was little. And um, that's something that I live by ever since I was a kid when I was playing middle school football, rec league, high school football. And I got to college and I just – it stayed with me. It stayed in my head. And I actually write it down a lot in my book before games and stuff. But um, really my mom and my family, um, they're my why. 
Uh, I love the game of football as well, but that's definitely the reason why, you know, I play football and I go out there every day and give them my all uh, to one day hopefully take care of them. Princeton, I've got I've to ask you this. When a lot of guys have talked this week about, you know, and Coach Heupel even mentioned it, you guys had the confidence before, before Saturday that, that you were going to win. Yeah. And that, that was not a cockiness, but you guys truly believed you were going to go win on Saturday. Yeah. Listen, the, the, this, that game against Alabama in your career has not been a very close football game. Last year it was close going into the fourth quarter, but it got away from you. Why did this team believe, truly believe, that they could win on Saturday before you got to the field on Saturday. Why was that? Um, I would say, man, just if you have that confidence going into the game, knowing that that you're going to win this game, um, and and believing that you can win this game is is definitely something. You know, Coach Hype has was saying it all week. Like, you know, um, we're going to go out here and we're going to compete. And we're going to have that winner mentality, and that's something that we went in the game with. Um, just guys leading this team, Hendon Hooker. You know, Joe's leading it, um, me as well, Jacob, just guys leading leading this whole team and, and everybody working together to, you know, make sure that we have success on this team. And, and the culture has definitely changed around here, and it's, and it's truly a blessing for that. When you line up uh, on offense or defense, you know, there's always somebody in front of you, and there's going to be a lot of one-on-one -on -one battles, right? Uh, last year you played in this game. This game was at Alabama. Uh, a that look in your opponent's eyes, you can tell if they – are really confident in what they're doing. Uh, they feel like they got you. And then uh, you can see that look when you know you got them and they know the game's about to be over. Did you did you see that look on Saturday from the guy in front of you? Like, oh, oh, this ain't last year. This is this is different. Did you see that look from your your opponent, the guy in front of you? Uh you can you can definitely tell in their eyes that they were a little worried. Um when we stepped on the field. Um just when it started to get closer to the game, you could tell that um, they kind of was giving up a little bit and uh, kind of lost hope. But uh, honestly, man, it's just it's going out there and competing and um, just giving it your all, working harder than the next man that's that's in front of you, and and uh, that's that's definitely the main thing. But you could definitely you can definitely feel it though. So I'm going to ask you this one, and we got to get a break. We'll talk about some other things in a minute. Jason did the 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 the, the tie thing, right? That that you did. I got to do that right. Um, why did why did that why did that 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 hype video from from Alabama why did that crawl on you guys and motivate you guys on Saturday the way that it did because it clearly it clearly had an effect on you guys why why what was it about that that jump that that didn't set well it just it just added fire to us you know um, we we we, was, we wanted to go out there and compete and, and uh, beat Alabama and. Um, when we stepped on the field, it was business. It wasn't. It wasn't nothing else. It wasn't a lot of talking from us. We meant business when we stepped on the field, and I feel like with this team and the culture that it is now, that's that's definitely how it is. Every time we step on the field, we mean business. We're not coming in to talk or or do anything else like that. It's just strictly business. I love it. I love it. We'll take a uh, quick timeout, and then when we come back. We'll be joined by Cooper Mays. Uh, he was too busy pancaking, I guess, offensive lineman from Alabama. Um, so he was late to join us. So <laughs> we'll, we'll take a break. And then we'll, we'll come back and get Cooper in here. Uh, he's always a blast to talk to. Uh, you guys did a great job on the offensive line this past weekend, giving him that time uh, to make plays down the football field. Tennessee Prime, Jason Swain here, Brent Hubbs, Princeton fan, Cooper Mays. When we come back, Tennessee Prime is brought to you by Gus's, world-famous fried chicken. Stay with us. You ready? Showtime. 
On May 3rd, summer starts with the Fall Guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to Tennessee Prime, brought to you by Gus's world-famous fried chicken. Brent Hubs of AllQuest.com, Jason Swain here, 991. And look at who look who we have here. We have Princeton Fan. We have Cooper Mays. Cooper Mays had the flat back this past weekend, was punching Bama dudes in the throat, looking like Cobra Kai. Cooper Mays, man, what's up? Oh, uh, nothing. Just getting ready for UT Martin this week. That's about it. Oh uh, yeah, man. I, I know. I know what you're talking about. It's Tuesday. You gotta. You gotta get ready for the next game, man. You, you sore? How you feeling? Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. I, honestly, I feel a lot better than last year. But every time you play somebody like them, you're gonna probably leave the game pretty sore if you play the game. You know, in the trenches for sure. We Cooper. We've I gotta ask that on this show before. Oh, go ahead. No, no. Go ahead, Jason. I'm sorry. No, I, I was gonna ask him. We we talked about this a little bit on the show in the past, but for our new viewers. In this offense, Cooper, your your job is so important. I know you're humble and modest, but let's just be honest. Your job is very, very important. Walk us through your responsibilities uh, on a play-to-play basis to make sure that this offense is running uh, at optimum speed. Yeah, right. So, basically, like any other center, you're probably going to be the one calling, like, all the all the protections most of the time and, you know, telling everybody what, what they're supposed to be, like, all their combinations and everything. So, I do that. But, you know, furthermore – and our offense, the center has to find the basically where the ball is going to be spotted and get everybody on the right page of, of where it's going to be. So I have to be the first one to go down there and find where the ball is going to be set. I set my feet, and then everybody lines up according to me, and we're ready when the ball is going to be set down. And that happens real fast. When did you get comfortable, comfortable with it? How much more comfortable are you with it this year than last year, Cooper? Let me ask it that way. I would say a lot more comfortable. Uh, last year, it – it didn't really take me that long to get accustomed to it, but um, when the when the staff first came in that first spring, it was it was kind of hard because you're used to playing in practice. You don't you don't actually spot the ball where where the play in. So getting kind of into scrimmages out and and the first few games it was rough, and then I got hurt. So, but this year it, it, it's going pretty smoothly. We had a we had a really good tempo, and I think it it kind of showed in the way that the defense was worn down. Yeah, no doubt. All right, someone at Princeton, you can jump in here too. I'm going to ask this question. All right, you, you got an offensive lineman who goes puke and rally in, in, in the middle of a football game. Um, you got an offensive lineman who has takes pictures with stuffed animals of the mascot of the team he just played post game in Javante Spragans. What's the personality? Describe this offensive line. If if somebody says, hey. What's the Tennessee offensive line like? Describe it. Princeton, I'm going to put you on the spot and make you answer that first with Cooper sitting here. What's the personality of this offensive line? Dogs. 
true dogs. That's all I can say, man. They're dogs. They get for every day. They go out. They go out to work every day. Uh, they mean business too. When they step on that field, man, they, they're dogs. That's all I can say. With they're dogs. All right, Cooper, you got a nod on that one. But now, now, give me a little insight into the into the personality groupings of this guys, and why have you all jailed and clicked the way you have? I would say it's it's the way that kind of we we like each other off the field. So I mean, I, if you if you look at our O line, we're always hanging out together. We've got a lot of guys that you know are friends in the room, and you know. Offensive line, if you don't have all five on the same page, then then it doesn't really matter how good each person does individually. So you got to have everybody going on the same page. I think we've kind of found our identity and a little bit like I think we saw a lot of pushing piles, a lot of a lot of good in the run game, a lot of movement. So I think it's working pretty well. Five hundred yards rushing the last two games in the SEC. A lot of people see this offense as a finesse offense, right? It's it's fast paced. You're trying to catch people off guard. Everybody's split out wide. I think that's a misnomer about this. How physical are you guys playing, Cooper? How, how proud are you with the physicality you're playing with as well as your teammates? I'm, I'm extremely happy. I think probably a lot of people doubted us going into, you know, Bama. You know, people don't really run on Bama like that usually. So um, I think we kind of took it into the week with a chip on our shoulder a little bit. And I think we did a pretty good job. I, I can't, you know, I can't speak what everybody thinks, but I, I thought it was a pretty solid performance. P. Fan, question for you, man. It's not even uh, associated with football at all. What's what's your favorite part about being being a girl dad? Oh, uh, my favorite part, man. Just she's a daddy's girl. She's a big daddy's girl, and just everything that I do, she tries to do the exact same thing. Whatever I say, she tries to say it. Man, it's it's a blessing, man. Just being able to see her um, on Facetime. You know, because I can't really be back at home. But um, it's a blessing to be able to talk to her and just see her face and see her smile and just, just see that laugh. It's, it's, it's amazing. Man, Prince, man, we appreciate you being with us. Uh, congratulations on the on the awesome game. And uh, we're going to get you out of here. Uh, we're going we're gonna to hold Cooper Hotchett, though. We're going to keep him for keep- the entirety of the show. But we're going to let you go, Prince of Fant, man. <laughs> so you, my friend, good game. And uh, let's do it again next weekend, all right? Yes, sir. I appreciate y'all. Congratulations. Right, appreciate Frank. you, man. All right. Cool. Good, du- good dude right you there. You and us. I'll- He's solid, man. <laughs> <laughs> Just you and us. All right, Cooper. So let's let's get some questions from, from the audience. Uh, it's one of my favorite parts of the show. And Backwoods, Vol for Life says, Coop needs a beard oil NIL deal. Thanks, so. though. I don't, man. I don't really – I don't really – rock with the long beard this is about as long as i'll get honestly looking at it right now i'll probably go in there and trim it up but who knows i got some beard oil on the truck but i'm I, I not not branded as homemade <laughs> that's not 30 weight right that's not that's not 30 weight oil that goes in the truck that's not what you're using are you <laughs> uh, hey, how, how how how's that experience with your with your dad man your, your dad knows his game was all about uh playing against alabama how how was that experience sharing that that moment with your father? It was really cool. Um, he's he's he told me I didn't know this, but he told me after the game, that Florida or Bama, I don't think when he played here. So just kind of being able to share that experience with my whole family, and not just him, but my whole family. And you know, my grandparents were there, and 
it, it was just really special. The whole the whole night was really unique. I, I it didn't really set in till later that you know we just beat Bama and kind of at home and how then the fashion in which we did. It, it was really special. I mean, I'm, su- I'm surprised Dad wasn't on the goalpost, man. I was expecting Dad to be on the goalpost, bringing it down. <laughs> he, he, he's old for that one. <laughs> I'm kidding. Cooper, you had a tweet last week. I think it was last week where you kind of reminded everybody that a lot of people said you were too small and, you know, this, that, and, and, and about some of the doubt that people had about you. Why did you feel the need to kind of express that? And how much are you fueled still? At, I mean, you're a starter in the SEC playing well. How much are you still fueled by some of that 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 doubt where people question your ability at this level? Every, every day, I kind of think about stuff like that. I mean, not specifically. I don't. I don't sit there and like, you know, think, oh, I'm too. I, they said I was too small, but it's it's kind of the way that I've lived my life, you know. People kind of told me from from the get go when I was getting recruited that the only reason why I was getting recruited was because of Cade and my dad, and then they said I was too small to play, and it's always been an excuse and something that you know people have always said something to say about why I've gotten where I've gotten. But I, I feel like I've been doubted my whole life, and I've kind of been able to find a way to you know just make a way for myself. So I, I just kind of felt like I need to revisit that a little bit. Well, it obviously worked. I mean, not that you needed any motivation, but but you guys are, are playing so well right now. You individually are playing well. What do you, what do you think you're doing, your, your game? I know it's about all five guys, but when you watch yourself and look at your tape, what are you most proud of what you're doing right now? Is it physical? Is it mental? What is it? Um, I would say I just play a pretty consistent game overall. That would be my, my, my best attribute is I don't make a lot of mistakes. I feel like you it's pretty rare to find a, a MA or, you know, me just blatantly losing outright, like quick, you know, everybody loses in a game, but you got to find out where to lose and how to lose. And then, you know, I feel like I know the scheme very well. I know what I'm trying to get done on every play. And even if you lose late, I know where to lose. So I, I think just being able to consistently do my job, I think is, is pretty valuable. All right. I got a question what? over over here on the side right quick, Jason. I didn't mean to interrupt you there. I'll let mm-hmm. you get to question. No, go ahead. Somebody want to know what was the what was your reaction? What's the O line reaction to uh, to Crawford's uh, pu- puke and play? Did you see it happen on the field? What's it been like in the meeting rooms? I'm sure it's been on loop a few times in there. What, what's everybody's reaction been to it? Um, if you if you watch the clip, you can see I'm looking directly at him when he does it, and you can see I didn't even care. I didn't even skip a beat. That's just so it's so it's it's weird to, for me to think that like the the life that we live like so much different chaotic things happen and we just it just is very acceptable and like nobody even bats an eye. So he's over there throwing up and they're like, "Ooh, that's that's disgusting. Don't touch me." And he's sitting there just smiling ear just nodding at them back and forth. So I I didn't even I didn't think anything of it. Yeah, look at me. I'm if you look at looking right So I mean, I <laughs> Thought I didn't care because, you know, that's just what we do. Puke and rally. Like the, the defender looked at Crawford, and Crawford like looked at him like, "Oh yeah, boy, I'm coming." If I was a defender, I would be a little intimidated that, like, that moment didn't phase Crawford one bit. Man, depends what kind of guy you are, I guess. I know, I don't know. I yeah. love it. This, this is what I this is what I live for, man. Just be. I, it's so there's something so real about it. You know, there's not a lot of things in life that are real, but but the the grind and that war, the 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 pain is just it's real, and then you ain't gonna find that many other places in life. Ke- Kelly wants to know what are you ordering 
from Gus's. What's your go-to? I like the chicken tenders. I'm, 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 a, I'm a big chicken tender and fries guy, so I'm, I'm have to go with that every time. Ranch and, ranch and honey mustard for sure. That's easy right there. And Jacob Simple. wants. Jacob wants to know, how does the tempo of the offense help you guys? A lot of people would see it as a negative because, you know, maybe you can't screw your cleats in the ground and and really get going because you're going so fast. How do you think the tempo helps you as an offensive lineman? I would say I would say it's it's more helpful later in the year when in the beginning of the year, like nobody's really accustomed to it. Even the offense, it's hard to replicate even in practice, like how, you know, how a 13 play drive on tempo feels so in the beginning of the year it's like it's crazy hot outside you can't hardly you can't hardly breathe either of us can't hardly breathe offense or defense but then later in the year when you've been playing in it for a little bit you get used to it and then but the defense they're they've been used to playing slow tempo offenses so you can't change your conditioning in a week like that so they they get worn down pretty quick I think it showed this weekend um personally Alabama was pretty worn down if you look at the film they I don't know. I think it had a good effect on him. Aaron wanted to know. Aaron wanted to know what's what was the mindset taking the field after the Alabama missed field goal? Fifteen seconds. A lot of coaches around the country taking knee. Not your coach. What's your mind? What What was your as a player? What was your mindset when you took the field? Uh, our mindset is always go and score. So we run two minute offense all game. So there's nothing really new to us. Like people talk about, Oh, it's two minute. You know, you got whatever. We don't really even hardly mention that it's two minute. Cause this is just the way we play. So um, obviously you got to work with the clock and everything when it's down that close, but, but we're always playing on tempo. We're always chasing after the ball. We're always getting set fast. Like it's what we do. So, you know, we're, we're prepared for the moment. I, we always have the mindset of going to score. It doesn't really position of the field we're in. We all like explosive plays. We love it. Hyatt had a couple. We've had we've seen a few this football season, actually more than a few. So yeah. take me through the seventy-eight yard touchdown. When that happens as offensive line, uh, are you chasing Hyatt down the football field and meeting him in the end zone? Or are you saying, you know what, Hyatt, I'm gonna meet you on the sideline? <laughs> How are you doing that, Cooper? Uh, funny thing is, I don't I don't even know which one was the seventy eight yarder. That's that's probably a good problem to have. He's, he had a bunch of <laughs> he had a bunch of long ones. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, but if you if you watch the if you watch the TV angles, I don't know if it catches it because the the camera's already gone away. But if if you look at my film when I, when we can see all twenty two and the whole field showing, if you look at, I'd say at least eighty percent of Hyatt's touchdowns when the when the ball's in the air before it's even gotten close to high and I'm already holding up the touchdown. I, I, I know what it is. So I'm, I'm sitting there. If I'm close, I'll probably I'll, I'll swing over there. And <laughs> if it's 78, though, I might have to hang a right. <laughs> <laughs> Coop's turning on the blink. He's turning on the blinker, Jay Swain. Yeah, we're gonna get we're gonna get off the interstate right here. I'm I'll meet you over here at the rest stop, my man. (laughs) That's great. That's great. Oh, that's great. Hey man, Cooper, man. Good stuff tonight, man. We appreciate you. Offensive line is killing me. I know Kay's proud. Your family's proud. I'm proud. Uh man, represent for Knoxville, Knox Catholic. Everyone's proud of you, my friend. So we'll take a quick timeout. Here on 991 The Sports Animal. Tennessee Prime is brought to you by Gus's world famous fried chicken, Brent Hubs, Jason Swain. That was my man, Cooper Mays. Let's do it again sometime, Coop. No doubt. No doubt. Let's I'll do be it. Let's do it. All right. We'll be right back. 
Get by Gus's world famous fried chicken on Southern Avenue. You've heard us talk about it. Chicken fingers, chicken, uh, the thighs, the wings, all of it. Catfish is to die for in the sides are right there. Top notch. Gus's world famous fried chicken, making Tennessee prime possible. Brent Hubs, walkwest.com. Jason Swain here, 991, the sports animal. It's Tuesday. Hubs, Tennessee beats Alabama. You're storming the field, one of the biggest wins in the last decade. You play UT Martin next. How long can we talk about this, Hubs? Are, are we okay to talk about this for at least another day or two? Yeah, I, I think that <laughs> I think that win extends the 24-hour rule, and, and um, I think the schedule sets up great for Tennessee. Um, you know, typically th- this this stretch of the season is just a gauntlet of back-to-back-to-back SEC games. Um, and so it would be really hard to get back up for an SEC game this week. Um, so I think the schedule sets up great for Tennessee. Opportunity to heal some guys. Opportunity to celebrate a win a little bit longer than you probably normally would. I know all the guys say is right back to work. But you, you, you're around. You know. I mean, it's hard to get back. You've been a part of big wins. It's a challenge. And so I think this week sets up well with UT Martin to come to town. It's not a knock on them. But it's it's a good schedule. It's a good schedule placeholder for Tennessee before you get back into league play. A guy I'm looking forward to seeing play is is Dylan Sampson. He was on this program a couple weeks ago, right before LSU, going back home. Uh, you know, didn't make all the plays I'm sure he wanted to make, and we didn't see him last you know last week against Alabama. Here's an opportunity for him to kind of show to his coach, hey, I've made the improvements. I'm ready to go out there and show you. Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing them in 24 get back out there and make some plays uh, on offense hubs. I, I am too. And I'm looking, just looking forward to them playing some more depth. I mean, you, you know, it's, and again, knock on wood, everybody stays healthy, but it, they played 14 players on offense on Saturday. And that included, includes Joe Milton for one play at the end of the first half. The only position they're substituting right now is tight end and tailback. They're playing two tight ends they're playing two tailbacks. They substituted the left tackle due to injury, but, I mean, they're just not playing a lot of people. And so this is an opportunity to maybe gain some trust in some guys and, and, and a chance for some young guys to, to kind of get their feet wet and, and maybe jumpstart them to continue to develop here the back half of this season. I'm ready to see these guys play because they're fun to watch. I mean, these guys <laughs> they are offensively. Yeah, offensively, they're fun to watch. And then, you know, defensively, Man, they fight. They fight. Jeremy Banks is flying all over the place. I um, mean, the front seven is, is trying to make plays in the backfield. You got some young talent in there. I mean, these guys, you can tell that they like each other. They spend time uh, off the field with one another, something that Cooper Mays uh, brought up. But this team is just fun to watch, period. So I don't care who they're playing this weekend. I just, I'm ready for them to play because I want to watch them. I want to watch them play again. Yeah, absolutely. There's no doubt. And part of that, I think, is because both sides of the ball play aggressive football, Jason. I mean, you know what I'm saying? I, I think that – and that's not a knock on previous people, but, you know, they're, they're not low-scoring games. They're fine if they give a point. But, but Tim Banks is going to attack, right? And we know Josh Heupel and Alex Golish are going to attack. I think it's a fun brand of football to watch. And when you're playing well, it's even funner to watch. Certainly is. Certainly is. Another great Tennessee prom – in the books tonight. Big thanks to Princeton Fant. Big thanks to Cooper uh, Mays who joined us. Two guys who made a significant contribution this past Saturday in a win over Alabama. Hubs, uh, you ready to meet me at Gus's World Famous Fried Chicken here in a minute? I can I can go for some catfish, little okra and greens <laughs> right now, my man. Right now I can so roll with it. Ahead.
that, let's that's, make it. Let's make it happen. That sounds good, man. Hey, thank, thank y'all for joining us uh, this evening. We had a blast. Hope you did too. We'll be doing the same thing next week, same time, right here on Nine Nine One D Sports Animal and on VolQuest.com's their YouTube page. So make sure you follow everything that they have going on. Uh, they do a great job covering Tennessee. For Brent Hubs, I'm Jason Swain. Y'all have a blessed evening. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.